really got to try on that left-hand side. What happened? <laughs> oh, but I've gone up and over, and Marty had over biscuit. It was a, uh, it was, a, it wasn't enough stability there for myself. But um, no, I was busting for a bit of meat this game. It didn't seem to work out. Hello, cheers, and welcome, welcome once again to the Scrum of the Earth, the podcast that offers news, results, predictions, and maybe every now and then a random insight or two. Who am I? Well, I'm David Lawrence. I'm an American rugby fan. I follow rugby as much as I can all over the globe. I follow it 12 months a year. (laughs) Just now I thought about doing like a, I follow it 13 months a year thing, but I guess that's not really my speed, I reckon. For those of you keeping track of such things, my teams are the New England Free Jacks here in Massachusetts in Major League Rugby. I'm a a founding member and a season ticket holder. I'm really proud of that. Uh, Of course, I root for my USA Eagles internationally. I also, on the international stage, I root for Scotland. And down in Super Rugby, here's hoping it comes back again, I root for the Highlanders, the very first team I ever started watching. In fact, I have a beautiful jersey and I have a massive banner hanging down in my studio. And by studio, I mean basement. So, the Scrum of the Earth is, in fact, a weekly podcast uh, with bonus episodes frequently thrown in. I've got some big ones coming up soon. Uh, Stay tuned for that. So, this is uh, the very end of that time of year. It's that little window where almost all the podcasts that I listen to regularly have pretty much gone dormant. So, I get to toot my own horn about continuing to bring you all content each and every week. Consider the horn officially tooted. Uh, that window is about to close with a resounding thud, as there is about to be a ton more rugby coming up soon. Uh, to my loyal listeners and to the new, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please get in touch with me whenever you like, wherever you like. Hearing from you is always my favorite part of this whole thing. Uh, I really mean that. I am easily accessible. I am at of Scrum on Twitter. I'm also via the Scrum of the Earth at gmail.com if you prefer to drop me an email. Uh, send me a line, you know, send me a line, drop me a line, uh, give me a shout out, whatever you want, whenever, however you like, uh, hearing from you is my favorite thing. So in fact, my repeated pleas for questions and ideas has actually borne fruit, uh, in that I'm just putting the finishing touches on the first listener request pod. Uh, more on that later. I can't wait to tell you about that. Uh, meanwhile, Here at the Scrum of the Earth, we do have a reliable weekly format, and it goes thusly. We start with current updates. What is up with me personally? Just because. News. So you're about to start hearing a new uh, little intro sample to the news segment. It'll be uh, a character named Isa from Still Game. She'll be delineating this segment for me. If you haven't caught Still Game yet, I most strongly urge you to hit pause on this podcast right now. uh, Create an account on Netflix go check out still game watch the whole thing and come back when you're done i will be happily awaiting your return and you will not regret it uh then we'll talk about things to chew on that's just what's interesting or annoying this week again if it's something that's annoying or interesting you this week please suggest it uh, send it in ask me to talk about it because i definitely will then we get to scores and results <laughs> i've actually come to like that phrase tautology or not And then upcoming matches and predictions. So after embarrassing myself terribly by neglecting to predict nor even mention the round 14 Curry Cup matches that just happened this weekend, I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from that, but I'm going to try. So uh, technically, pushes up glasses. I didn't guess wrong, right? I just didn't guess technically. (laughs) 
So some current updates, really, you know, not much going on here. Uh, as a family, we're just trying mentally to prepare to send our son to kindergarten in a couple of weeks. I am simultaneously jumping out of my skin with excitement and uh, quivering with terror. I'm guessing he kind of feels the same way. Uh, we had a little tour of his super shiny, super awesome new school. It was amazing. We just got his bus scheduled today, so it is an emotional time around our little household. Uh, if things go well, as we hope for this first semester, I can't believe I'm talking about his life in the terms of semesters. Uh, we're thinking about doing some extra things. We're thinking about either martial arts, so I am partial to Kung Fu, but it's very hard to find around here. Uh, I'm also, we're thinking about one of these Ninja Warrior training gyms that have sort of cropped up all over the place that have programs for little kids. Anyway, it, it's a whole new world <laughs> unfolding before him, and uh, the feelings are definitely being felt. That's right, Isa, it is good news. And you've all probably seen that the rugby championship has been rescheduled after all. So the theories about the Kiwis hoping to move the whole shebang uh, over to the UK or even South Africa, those rumors were either unfounded or perhaps once that idea got leaked, they got scared off. I guess we'll never know, or at least I personally will never know for sure. Uh, in the end, I'd rather not bother with the international squabbling and all the finger pointing that always seems to accompany this tournament. I just want to see these games played, please. So especially the chance to see a couple of tests between the former number ones and the current number ones. I actually think the Springboks will be favored in both of those upcoming matches, barring anything unexpected happening. Uh, it seems to me like South Africa have retained their level from the World Cup, and now... If anything, they've become even stronger and more adept at that style that they've chosen. The Kiwis, you know, it's just, it's hard to know how they have or haven't grown since then because while the Springboks have been playing the British and Irish Lions, the All Blacks have been playing Fiji and Tonga and, frankly, Australia. So we just haven't really seen them down or backed into a corner at all. Uh, the last time we did see them like that, they coughed up the game big time to England in the semifinal in that World Cup. Oh, God, that hurt. Uh, so I just wonder, is that the New Zealand we're going to see when they again face the South Africans? So I'm not betting on it. I'm just dying to find out. Things to chew on. So I've actually been thinking a lot about officiating recently, not because of all the Rassy stuff. That, that seems like it was a million years ago, even though it was, what, several weeks. Uh, but so mostly because of some comments I've heard on some of the podcasts I listen to. So, okay. As an American who is comparatively new to the sport, I tend to really like how active referees are in the proceedings of each game I watch. So when the ref is there going, no hands, no hands, or saying, use it, you know, I'm usually thinking, oh, that's so cool. They're letting the players know what they're looking at while not actually stopping play. And uh, from the outside, it really seems like that's the way a lot of the rugby union rules are geared. It's like they, they want to make sure that play continues. And so when I hear the refs doing that, I think, okay, they're letting everyone know while not blowing the whistle and calling a screeching halt to everything. But so recently I just heard someone else talking about it and they were complaining about this. And they said, th their point was every time you hear a referee say no hands, for instance, what they really are saying is, I just saw you commit a penalty, but I have decided not to penalize you. And, uh, you know, that that idea has kind of been eating away at me ever since. I, I keep chewing on it. Uh, I would love to hear what the listener thinks about it, especially if I could get perspectives from, you know, the, the player point of view and the officiating point of view. It's uh, 
I'm really not sure where to be on this current fence that I seem to be stuck on right now. Okay, okay, okay. That brings us to scores and results, and we, we've got some, some cool stuff this time. So this was, of course, the final round of the Curry Cup for this year. Uh, these results cemented our finalists for this season this year as well. So after the Grikos managed a, frankly, kind of boring draw with the Pumas, uh, the stage was set for more last-minute maneuvering for the semifinals. Uh, then, in a match that Flow Rugby simply decided not to have available for replay, uh, the Blue Bulls beat the Cheetahs by three by a score of 39-36. to 36. Thanks, Flow. I, I definitely wanted to skip a 75-point barn burner that had playoff implications. Uh, thanks. That was great. Good call leaving that out of the uh, the list after advertising it. Uh, more on how terrible flow is to come. Uh, finally, Western Province did manage to do exactly what they needed to do, which was get a bonus point victory over the Sharks. They put it away with the final two scores of the match in the end, prevailing by a score of uh, 24 to 35, obviously the away team winning that one. So all of this leaves us with some serious showdowns for next weekend. Serious showdowns. The Sharks will host Western Province, and the Bulls will be home facing the Griquas. Predictions to follow. A um, little research side note. It's worth noting that only five of the current Curry Cup teams that are actually playing in this tournament have ever won the trophy, at least since the year 2000. And it's actually been fairly evenly spread among them. So the Sharks, the Western Province, and the Blue Bulls have all won the, cup, uh, the competition five times, although the Bulls also drew one year with the Cheetahs. Uh, can you uh, can you imagine anything that would turn off Americans more than that? A final match that ends tied? Are you kidding? Inconceivable. So in addition to that draw, oh God, uh, the Cheetahs have in fact won the competition three times uh, and the Golden Lions have won it twice. So it looks like it'll again be one of these core teams Unless the Griquas can forge some new history for themselves. So obviously, I'm officially in the Griquas camp. I cannot wait to see them next week. Uh, they're my latest, uh, gee, I'll hop on the bandwagon of the team that is massively favored to lose badly. Though, I, I don't even think that's the case with them this time. Anyway, game notes. Uh, during the first match, there was a very controversial try that go went to the TMO. I think most people watching expected it to be overturned with the player's foot kind of obviously going into touch, but it really seemed like there just simply weren't enough camera angles to show touch definitively, and that correctly is the rule. If you can't see the contrary incontrovertibly, the on-field decision has to stand, and uh, when you get to the end, though, of a match like that and it's draw, that kind of decision is bound to receive some, some serious scrutiny after the fact. Uh, by the way, watching these games on Flow Rugby, as I hinted at early earlier, is a uh, absolutely excruciating. So despite the fact that rugby is designed to have no commercials, thus all the ads all over the jerseys, No Flow Rugby has decided that they should shoehorn about 10,000 extra commercials into every single game. So I'm not even exaggerating now. So every three minutes of gameplay, the screen splits to force feed you an advertisement. This is despite the fact that Flow Rugby already charges 10 or 12 times as much as any other streaming service and has almost no content except this incredibly niche stuff that like I'm the only one who cares about. So, and by the way, it is not a one-to-one -one screen split. It's not like uh, just kind of cuts in half. So 
Imagine your screen gets split horizontally into two sort of skinnier rectangles on top of each other. The bottom rectangle is entirely blank. The top angle, uh, rectangle contains two reduced size screens, one of which is the game you're trying to watch and the other of which is a commercial. And the commercial in each game, by the way, every commercial, as I said, every three minutes they happen, every commercial, they're all the same. It's the same ad over and over and over and over. Now, I understand Flow Rugby probably doesn't control the content of the ads once they've sold the, the time or the space, but the ads are the saddest, worst, most depressing ads you can possibly imagine. So picture it, it every three minutes, you're looking at in about 20% of your screen, someone lining up maybe a crucial penalty kick. In 60% of your screen, you see nothing. And in the remaining 20%, you see an infant dying of cancer for the 62nd time that hour. Uh, Flo, congrats. You are by far and inarguably the worst streaming service of any kind ever since the internet was invented. Uh, listeners, please do yourselves a favor and never, ever, ever give any of these so people, so-called people your money. It is an abomination and an embarrassment. This is all, of course, my opinion. Please don't sue me. I am broke. As I said, uh, Flo didn't, also didn't bother to show the second of these three matches, so I have no notes from that middle match. Uh, oh, also, they once again failed to have commentary for their games. Um, they intermittently had some commentary every now and then. At one point during that very first match, they put up a notice on the screen saying, oh, we're sorry. We realize there's no commentary. We're working on it. And I think it was, I think they got it working at the 46th minute at some point during the second half. Uh, the other, well, one of the other two games, I have no idea. And the other one, there was no comms. It is a nightmare of a joke. Uh, so for the final regular season match of the Curry, uh, the Curry Cup, the Sharks in the Western Province gave us a real thriller. It really was actually good. So after about 72 minutes, the Sharks scored to retake the lead at 24 to 21, only to have Western Province answer really quickly to go up uh, 24 to 28 with only a couple minutes late, uh, left. After the final horn, they rubbed it in with another try and conversion to finish an away win 24 to 35. Definitely the match of the weekend. Uh, also, there was, of course, some uh, Scottish Super Six happening. I'm really glad I'm. Actually, I actually found where to watch that, so I'm embarrassed to admit it. It actually wasn't that difficult to find uh, if you just use the Scotland official website, so apparently I am dense. I'm your density. So in the Super 6 action, uh, the Watsonians bumped off the Southern Knights 32-21. to They won at home uh, in a top-of-the-table clash. The Ayrshire Bulls fairly butchered Harriet's rugby 41-7. to I'm given the impression that Harriet's is going to continue to struggle in this competition, to put it mildly. Um, of course, there was one other game this weekend, but it's actually happening for my time tomorrow, probably, I don't know, around lunchtime my time, but um, I'm saving it, so I'm not going to talk about it now because it's Sterling against uh, the sixth team, who I can't figure their name right now, but I will be watching that uh, excitedly, and that should be pretty cool. Uh, as you do know, the NPC and other club-level competitions in New Zealand 
were all called off this weekend, so no other scores or results to report just now. So that brings us to the upcoming matches and predictions, uh, after which I do want to plug some of the great guests that I have uh, for some special bonus pods I'll be putting out in the next few weeks. I'm super excited, so please stay tuned for that. So, this weekend, rugby is back in a big way. I am tremendously excited. I think you can probably tell that. So we have, on Friday, Australia will be hosting New Zealand for the re-rescheduled third test in the Bledisloe series, a game which also counts as each side's uh, second match in the uh, boringly named but always very exciting rugby championship. They will be facing off in Perth, a place where the Aussies historically are fairly good. So while I'd love to see a, a fired-up Wallaby side coming out swinging, it's really hard to feel much but the inevitability of another Kiwi victory. I'd been saying just last week my hope was we'd get to see some younger and newer faces out there at least, and the traveling squads have in fact been announced. So uh, that could be interesting. Um, more on that as we get closer to it. To be perfectly honest, I'm feeling a little sour about the Kiwis right now. So I'm keen to put off talking about them for now. Anyway, the newness of some of these players... The fact that the Wallabies are finally at home uh, and feeling hard done by, frankly, those are uh, big keys to the game and they're getting me keyed up. But nevertheless, you know, same old, same old, give me the All Blacks by a solid 15. It does appear Argentina and South Africa, having already played their head-to-heads, will be off until the weekend of September 11th and 12th. I think actually the 11th. I think they're doing a bunch of doubleheaders all on the same day. So in the Curry Cup semis, the Sharks look favorites to defeat Western Province at home. Uh, I will tab them to win by eight. They look really good to me. Uh, while the Bulls at home facing the Griquas are favored to win, but I am going to pick my new favorite underdog team, the Griquas. I say they're going to get the upset by a single point. Okay, much, much closer to home. And frankly, as an American, a match that means a lot more. In a larger sense, we have the first of two tests between my beloved USA Eagles and our plucky brothers to the north, Canada. These tests are counting towards Rugby World Cup qualification for 2023. So there's more on the line than a casual viewer might think. But wait, do we have casual viewers? Anyway, I am unsurprisingly going to take my Eagles to come out on top by a converted try, though I'm hoping it's actually more than that. I feel like we could really, just morale-wise, we could do with a big win of, of some kind, any kind. And I have no word on AJ McGinty. I'm guessing he's not available. In the resumed NPC, we do have quite a few fixtures, thankfully. Uh, so listings without predictings. The Southland Stags host Northland in a clash that seemed inevitable. <laughs> South versus North. Uh, Bay of Plenty. Welcome Waikato, Tasman, Mako travel to take on Canterbury. The Wellington Lions are at home to face North Harbor. Counties, uh, I think it's Manukau, and I think I spelled it wrong here in my little notes. Counties Manukau plays Taranaki at home. Manawatu hosts Hawks Bay. Side note, by the way, the tourist site <clears throat> for Hawks Bay says, quote, there are two words that best describe Hawks Bay, and they are wine country. <laughs> so obviously I'll be rooting for them. And finally, on September 5th, there is also a big clash in Otago between the titular team and storied Auckland. Uh, should be a whole weekend of Titan hard-fought play. If any listeners anywhere in the Southern Hemisphere know anything about you know, what's potentially happening with Super Rugby 2, please, please let me know. And, of course, keep in mind, we are only a few weeks away now from the, the Premiership restarting, uh, the theoretical reboot of the league 
formerly known as the Pro 14, theoretically kind of making its kind of comeback, maybe. In fact, uh, I do see that the United Rugby Championship has officially posted their match schedules. That was a huge relief. I guess I can stop snarkily saying theoretically over and over, though I'll still believe it when I see it. But And then, of course, so I subscribed to the Edinburgh Rugby Newsletter, and they announced, uh, I think it was today, they're very excited to get back uh, to back on the filed is what the the email said they're going to get back on the filed so i think their uh, their accountants are gearing up those pens and getting ready for a huge fight sounds like it's edinburgh's year so as most of you know each week i am giving a little shout out to a podcast that i enjoy and this week i am pleased to recommend the canadian ruck with jamie gray so not unlike myself jamie seems to be creating a ton of content purely just for the love of the game. And of course, uh, he's rooting for one of the only teams destined to be just slightly worse than my own USA Eagles. Uh, I refer to Canada, of course. Uh, of course, we have a cool nickname. We're the Eagles. I think maybe coming up with a nickname for y'all might help. I, so the Maple Leafs is taken. Maybe the Mooseheads? Um, okay, that was a kind of an easy jab. And it's uh, it belies the fact that Moosehead Lager is actually a quite quality product. In any event, his pod is a great one. Uh, the most re recent episode featured a great interview with uh, Thunder Indigenous Rugby. They're a great organization with a similar mission to Iroquois Roots Rugby, uh, another group I support. I will be linking both of these organizations in the show notes uh, for this episode. And uh, Jamie, if you're still in touch with Thunder Ir uh, Indigenous Rugby, ask them to get some merchandise, like make it available. I'll be proud to wear it. I'm, I'm wearing the Iroquois Roots shirt right now. And... Uh, speaking of merch and that kind of stuff, so I'm very, very sorry. One more thing. I know this has been a long app, but I feel like an absolute dope for not from the very beginning, including a link for an incredibly important cause, one that I support, and I encourage all of you to do the same. Uh, the My Name's Dottie Foundation, uh, My Name's Dottie, MND are the initials. Dottie Weir is one of the greatest Scottish rugby players of all time. Um, he's afflicted with motor neuron disease. We in America here we we call it Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, his foundation, the My Name Is Dottie Foundation, has raised millions for research. Um, and the man himself. Uh, if I go on too much about it here, I'm just going to get choked up, and uh, that won't be good for anybody. So, if you aren't familiar, check out the links I've got in my show notes. If you were considering clicking on the little "Buy Me a Coffee" link uh, that I have always in my show. Uh, why don't you skip it this week and use the My Name's Dottie link? Uh, do that. Do me a favor. Um, his foundation is more important than my little pod. That is for sure. Um, I actually wrote to Dottie Weir just to tell him how inspired I am by him. And uh, I, I wrote him an actual snail mail type letter. I hadn't actually contributed to the foundation. Didn't even imply that I had. Just said, hey, I'm inspired by you. He wrote back. Now, Keep in mind, dude can't write. Can't write. But he was like, oh, you know what? It's important that I somehow get a letter back to this random American guy who just happened to write to me. Dictated a letter, had it written up. Again, snail mailed it. It cost like seven bucks to get here. I hadn't contributed to the foundation. And believe me, I did after that. And I've got the framed letter. Um, that's the type of guy he is. He's not messing around. He's 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 the real deal. If you want to be inspired by a human, check out Dottie Weir and please support the My Name's Dottie Foundation. Uh, it's it's really something else.
Uh, so that definitely does it for this week. Please, please <clears throat> reach out to me anytime you want with your questions, your ideas. I am at of Scrum. I am at the Scrum of the Earth at gmail.com. If you want to help me spread the pod to other rugby fans, please share, share, share. Maybe leave me a nice review if you have an extra moment or two. Uh, still have actually only the one. So uh, if you've been on the fence, if you've been procrastinating, uh, just take a moment, maybe do that. Do me a favor. That would be great. Anyway, as always, <laughs> even without that, thank you all for listening. It just tickles me that you're all listening and coming along with me for this ride. I love it. Thank you for coming along every single week. Cheers. Talk to you soon. Be well. It gives me great pleasure to be here today. Oh, it does, neat.